Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Arizona Real Estate Showcase brought to you by the Grandin Group, Arizona's number one brother and sister real estate team. Hey, you know what? First of all, I want to thank all of you for listening to it. Second of all, we are. this is the fourth episode of season three, and we're only in month one. So, um, or in the first month and a couple days, I guess. So anyways, hey, thanks. The, the shows have been getting a ton of response. So felt the need that um, we should just keep these things going. And that's all thanks to you guys. So again, I want to uh, send out a special thanks to all of you that are listening to the show and supporting it. And uh, special thanks to all our brand new buyers. Hang in there. We are going to get you a house. I know it's tough right now. It's it's a weird market when you go in twenty five or $30,000 overpriced and you're not getting the house that you want. Sellers, great time to sell. Give us a call. Grandin Group on Facebook, Twitter, MeWe, and whatever other social media is alive today. We are there. So, hey, so today's podcast, we've got some pretty fun stuff to talk about today. We're going to touch base again with things that are going on in the city. I know we talked about it on the last um, episode about spring training and stuff like that. We're also going to touch into a couple other little things that I think is going to help you out if you're in a different city or state and uh, you're considering selling. You, and, you know, if the market's really good, this is probably something you're going to want to hear so you can at least talk it over with your realtor. So, first of all, so the past couple episodes, we've been talking about different things that are going on in the valley. Um, as, as we get into spring training. So first of all, we've had perfect weather here. And folks, when I tell, I'm not rubbing this in your face, New York, Chicago, Midwest, all back east. I'm talking perfect weather. In fact, yesterday we had a record set from 1925. It hit 82 degrees. Absolutely amazing. Today the sun is out. It's literally shorts and t-shirt weather, bike riding, walk around the lakes, hiking. I mean, you name it. It is absolutely perfect weather. In fact, I've got a nice base tan going. So get out here. And, and the market's great. We have about 300 people a day moving to Arizona. It is absolutely crazy. And again, I got a couple of you that are listening to the show here. And thanks again for that, that are trying to get a house. And don't worry, we're going to get you a house. Here's come, here's come the is- some of the issues we've been having, besides the fact that it's a rat race. In this market, yes, you're probably going to pay a little more than you wanted to for the house, but you're getting a lower interest rate, so it kind of offsets each other. One of the things we have here that we talked about in the past episode and the one before this is the agents have this deal out here now called Coming Soon, So, which is ridiculous in this type of market. So I list the house, and in order for me to advertise it like pre-marketed, I have to put it on the MLS is Coming Soon. And then these agents put on there, well, I'm not showing it for a month. And then when I do show it, we're not going to make, we're not taking your offers for another four days after that. Then they don't present offers, which is absolutely horrible in this business for you to do it. The deal is, is when you get an offer on a house, whether it's a dollar or or you might think it's insulting, get it over to the owner. It's not your decision. Uh, but so we've we covered that in the last one. But one thing I did want to cover in this is marketing and branding. So. We've been in the business uh, 18, 19 years right now, <clears throat> and one of the big things in real estate is branding yourself. So when you're out doing it, it you're becoming a realtor, one of the big things is you want to have a card, you want to have a cool logo, a cool design, whatever it is, but you want something that makes 
you you, something that's going to make you stand out from the other realtors. We're, we're experts at this. We can definitely know show you how to stand out. We can do we. I tell everybody I like real estate, but I don't like my stuff to look like real estate. And as many of you that have seen our stuff on Facebook and Twitter, you would think you're going to a movie or something. So the uh, the big thing about marketing, what I've noticed lately, and this has to do with a lot of the new realtors coming in and some of the old ones that never did anything, uh, and part time ones. They, they get cheap on their marketing. So they know the house is going to sell right away. So, Mr. Seller, I'm selling your house. We're going to put it on the market at $350. And um, we know it's going to have multiple offers. So, you know what? You kind of kick back. And, and this is how some, not all, think, agents think. Well, it's going to sell anyhow. I'm going to have multiple offers. So why should I put a sign up that cost me 100 bucks? Why should I have flyers made? Why should I do video tours? Why don't I just take pictures with my iPhone? Uh, non-professional and slap that stuff up there so anyway I, I cannot stand cheap marketing and I, I don't care what kind of market it is if you don't have the money to do it that's one thing hire a different realtor but for those of you that do have realtors out there don't let them get away with cheap marketing and realtors hey you know this is this is for you too don't cheapen it out with going with a soft piece of paper that's super small and just to throw it out there because you know the house is going to sell Take pride in what you're selling. Have the nice card stock. Have the nice color flyers. Have the professional photos done. You're going to make quite a bit of money on a house, so spend a little bit of money and show some pride. Make sure you have the best photos you can have. Make sure you get the drone footage. These are just little things, and, I, and I'm telling you, right now, yes, things are hot. We, all you got to do is roll over, and you can find a buyer and sell a house. It's not a big deal right now, but this is going to change. And the, those of us that have been in there a long time and that continue to do it, Know this, and our little secret is you continue to brand. When you go out somewhere, you know what? You got the Grand and Group card. You got the Grand and Group hat, Grand and Group mug. You continue to brand. Yes, I'm sending out a ton of promo items now. Do I need to? No, but I want it, I want you guys to remember our name when things change, knowing that hey, you know what? They're gonna still you know bust their rear ends to get our house sold. And same thing with the buyers. You want to brand your name and. You know, buyers pick up all your marketing material, whether you believe it or not. And I can assure you that our marketing material uh, sits in their car for a while because it's nice, or it might even sit on their dining room table or whatever, but it's nice. It's thick cardstock. You can't just crumble it up and throw it out. You have to make a great presentation. Any of the great realtors out here will tell you the same thing. Regardless of the market, you never slack. Always have the best pictures. Always have the best drones, best marketing out there, flyers, full color, everything. For those of you uh, that are brand new agents or think you're going to stay in this business for a long time, please heed my advice. Get branding, make something up, make it look good and plan on saying this, plan on staying in this business. Um, it's a great business, but the buyers and the sellers deserve to have professionals that are doing their jobs. Next thing is this morning I woke up hot on this. So there's a house on the market for a client that's trying to get one. And we've been looking for a while. 369.9. And the guy put it on the market back, I don't know, almost a month ago because it goes active in February uh, in a few days. And so he would not allow any showings. And um, anyway, so we went ahead and my client drove by the house, checks it out. And we submit an offer for $25,000 above asking price. So $391. And um, so he presents an offer. And the agent says, we're not submitting offers till the Monday after it goes active. We have 45 showings. 
Okay. So for those of you that know me, I am not a pandemic freak. Okay. So I don't want that to get on, on my end here, but there is a pandemic going on. And a lot of people are worried about it. So let me ask you this. Why would you have 45 showings set up to go through someone's house when we're in the middle of a, a pandemic? Can anyone answer that for me? 45 people going through your house. First of all, why don't you just do an open house? That's one. Two, 45 appointments to see this house. We know it's going to be busy. We know there's going to be a lot of action on it. Why would you do that to your client? And why wouldn't you present an offer that's over? And so his argument, he, which he doesn't have an argument, my client doesn't want me to bring uh, um, any offers to her until Monday at 5 o'clock, which is a little bit of nonsense because we know he's lying. I'm going to make the point here that I think it'd be better to have no offers than to have 45 offers. How about taking, how about contacting each one of those realtors, all 45, and talking to them and take your 10 best and let them in first. In today's world, the way everyone's all freaked out with this pandemic and the COVID and all that stuff, why would you allow 45 people to gather between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. just to kind of go through a home? It absolutely makes absolutely no sense. It's ridiculous. And this is the kind of nonsense I'm talking about with uh, some of the realtors and the way they run their business. Absolutely horrible. And the fact that he's got this lady who's really nice, church-going lady, older, getting ready to move. And, uh, you know, she's just like, well, I don't know. This is the way he told me it's done. Incorrect. And buyer or sellers, this is horrible if your agent's holding back offers so they can get a ton of people through there. Besides the fact that you got 45 or 50 buyers coming through, you're going to have 44 buyers are going to be, or uh, agents are going to be mad at you for this. So the other thing back to the marketing bit, the cheap marketing is kind of like trying to market a Ferrari and putting it in a Vega package. And I use Vega. It's funny because one of the agents that I work with, Dusty, she calls me today and she's like, uh, I don't think anybody's going to know what a Vega is. So for some of you that are a little older, you're going to know what a Vega is, and it's right, it's probably aging me. So anyways, that's kind of where we go with the marketing and the way the agents do business. This stuff needs to stop. And the only way it's going to stop, quite honestly, is the buyers and sellers start demanding some respect. As far as, and what I mean by that is, is that, you want to have your house presented in a professional manner, and there's great agents. The Grandin Group is one of the best ones out here, I believe. You want great agents to get out there and market your house. You want them to come out there. You want them to know whether it's on septic or well. You want them to know the zoning. And you, you want to know if they're able to put a pool in. You want to know if the HOA allows you to park in the street or just in your driveway or not in either one. And there's communities out here like that. You want to have full color flyers. So when someone drives by your house to pick up a flyer, you want to make sure that flyer box that your agent is checking that periodically to make sure it's full. And when they pick a flyer up, it should be a Ferrari that they're picking up, that it's nice and heavy. They look through it and they can show the elegance of your house. You don't want to have them pick up just a piece of paper, look at, oh, 450, crinkle up and throw in the bottom of their car. That's nonsense. Also, you need agents that answer phones or have a team that's helping out or a, a brokerage, kind of like ours, Corcoran Platinum Living, that there's always somebody available to answer your question. So just some things. But anyways, the buyers and sellers, you have to demand this. Buyers, 
demand that your agent is out there promoting you, okay? You're buying a house, but yet he's still promoting, he, she is still promoting you. And so you want them to be able to build a rapport with some of these agents. Not like the agents that tell you on the bottom of their list, don't call listing agent for status. Don't call me, uh, it's active or it's updated daily on the MLS. That kind of stuff is nonsense. There's no way to build camaraderie with your fellow realtors. So buyers, you want to have somebody who's out there working for you, but yet that has enough savvy to work with the other agents and get some stuff done and get creative. Sellers, if you're selling a house in this market, sometimes the first offer is the best. I have no idea why you would want to have 50 million people through your house when you know you can get it done in the first five so just something to think about. If you have questions on it, give me a call. If you think I'm wrong, give me a call and let's discuss it. I'll admit it if I am. I don't think I am though. It's funny because I called my broker on this this morning before discussing this and he was like, yeah, I'd rather have no offers than 45 people through my house. And it's the truth, especially, you know, dirty feet. You got people sneezing, kids using the bathroom and everything else. It's ridiculous. And for um, health professionals and stuff that own the houses that they're selling, you know, the last thing you want to do is get off work and have to come clean your house. And, and you guys know what I'm talking about, the health professionals. <clears throat> so, hey, back to uh, what we discussed in the last episode with the city here. Okay, so as you know, Arizona is an incredible place to live. We've got Scottsdale, Chandler, Gilbert, Paradise Valley, Cave Creek, Carefree, Phoenix, Glendale, Peoria, Maricopa, Flagstaff, Prescott, Payson, you name it, we've got it here, and it is a beautiful time of year to live here. It is crazy. So one of the things that really makes the town the town is the different times of year. Normally, we have January, rolls around here, and we get the Phoenix Open. So this year, the Phoenix Open is going on with very limited. We're talking hundreds of thousands of people generally come through it, and I'm sure this number might not be right, but from what I understand, they're only allowing a fraction of the people in like five to 8,000 a day, which is absolutely ridiculous. Then they went ahead and got rid of a lot of their corporate sponsors, their corporate tents for this pandemic, which as we're seeing today in today's news, uh, there's some new advice that's saying up, oh, maybe we should have went ahead at the Phoenix Open. But so they're limiting the amount of people. They've killed what they call the bird's nest where they have the concerts and all that other fun stuff. Then you got the Arabian show coming up where there's no spectators allowed. So we move into March. Barrett-Jackson's happening in Westworld. They have events. They're trying to postpone spring training. We talked about that. I've asked for you guys to send a letter to the Major League Baseball telling them not to postpone. And yet our hotels are packed. Airbnb is booked. I mean, it is a great market out here. Restaurants are full. And... Um, you know, we're adults. People are courteous. We know where to wash our hands after we go to the bathroom and everything. So anyways, one of the things that makes this town the town is all the events. And for whatever reason, these government officials, and actually, you know what? Starting to think about it. I don't even think it's the government officials. I think some of these places like the CDC and the WHO and the Arizona Department of Health have been um, deputized to go ahead and make rules up that are just like next to impossible to live by or just makes things uncomfortable. Whatever the case, we're a non-political show. We can talk about that at other, some other time. But I want to tell you, this town is an event town. There's always something going on. In fact, um, for those of you who listened to in the first season podcast, you would know that on my background, I've been in the concert business for many, many years and produced 
tons of them. Um, and so we're, we just started doing that again. A lot of them are faith-based that we're working on now. So all of you guys will have tickets. We'll make sure our listeners have access to the tickets. We have some great shows coming up, some various churches around town. So that's the other thing, too. The uh, churches have even backed down on some of their events. And we just need to get back to normal because when you're living here in this town, besides the fact that you're hanging out in your backyard barbecuing is a blast, we still like to go out and do stuff. Spring training, the horse shows, the car shows, golf, whatever it may be. This is the town to live. Things are going to get back to normal. Things are going to be great. And you'll be able to get out and go do things. Also, this plays a key role in the value of your house. So as you can see, the market is going up. It's not going anywhere. It's just going to keep going up. And I, and I personally think it's going to keep going up, especially with all the people moving here. It's a great time to buy. Get that low interest rate. Get a house. You're not going to be able to lose on it. And just make sure whatever you do, whether it's in real estate or anything, that you have people that you can trust on your side. You want people that are going to build you up. It's an exciting time to buy a house. And you have to be able to have people you can trust. So with that said, I hope you guys have enjoyed today's episode. Didn't want to come off too negative. But you know what? It's just really important that you know you guys are making a huge life decision whether you're buying or selling. You have to have agents that are on your side. And again, some great agents in Arizona. We've got some of the best. But when you have a market like this, you get crappy lenders, bad realtors, Bad, bad, bad. So you got to weed those ones out. And um, anyways, and, and just the ones that are selling your home, take pride. Keep that branding going. Yes, it's a great market right now. And I probably don't need to spend the, you know, the money on the pictures and the flyers. But you know what? It goes a long way. It's, it's like planting seeds, waiting for your crop to grow. And then when it hits, it's going to be great. And so again, hey, I want to thank all of you again for listening to Arizona Real Estate Showcase. Uh, Next week, we start our new episodes of The Lockbox, which is our live internet TV show. We'll have some guests on this. I know I've been telling you that. And we will uh, keep this thing rocking and rolling. It's been a blast. And uh, any questions at all, feel free to reach out to me, jason at instantrenters.com. And uh, check us out on Facebook at The Grandin Group. That's The Grandin Group. If you have any questions, buying, selling, land, commercial, whatever it is, Give us a call. If we don't know the answer, I will go get the answer for you, and we'll make sure you have a really great transaction. All right, you guys have a great, great day. I think I'm going to go hang out, put my feet in the pool, and finish this base tan. Jason Grandin with the Grandin Group, Arizona's number one brother and sister real estate team, brought to you by Corcoran Platinum Living. You guys have a good one. We'll be back pretty soon with another episode. Have a good one.